and welcome in to the Subconscious Mind Mastery Podcast. Thomas Miller with you. Thanks for stopping by. We're going to talk about some current events. So this is really springboarded, at least, from stuff going on around August 2020. Yes, that 2020, the year we will never forget, the decade we will never forget, 2020. But this was in today's headlines, actually, and I did my fun astrology podcast on this from an astrological perspective and thought, oh, there's a great lesson that I thought I'd borrow from my own life to um, reflect on something that I think we all need to take to heart right now. This was a big lesson learned for me, and I wanted to pass it on. And especially thank you to Daniel and Sarah Wakeman for all the work that they are doing in our Facebook group page. Wow, I knew that these guys would light it up. They have the gift of doing this, and that's not my forte. And I'm just so blessed to have these great people in my life who are doing what they do really well and lighting it up. So if you're not in our Facebook group, please join it's on Facebook if you just search up Subconscious Mind Mastery Podcast Listeners. We'd love to have you involved in the conversation. Now, I'm going to borrow from astrology for just a quick little setup, but this is not going to be anything about astrology, and then we'll take a look at a page from this morning's newspaper, and then we'll apply it to our lives. So the astrological setup is that we just had yesterday, in fact, uh, and I know this will be listened to many, many years from now, but we had the two planets, Saturn and Mars, squared each other. So that's a tense aspect energetically in the sky. What it really brings up, or what its real purpose or mission is, is to align us with our karmic path. And it also is about exposing incongruencies. In other words, if stuff is not uh, authentic in our life, I think authenticity is the theme of this episode. We're really talking about being purely authentic. And that's what got exposed in this morning's headlines. Uh, there's a guy by the name of Jerry Falwell Jr. He was the son of the famous pastor from the 70s, 80s, and 90s, Jerry Falwell, who started Liberty University in Virginia. Well, his son, Jerry Falwell Jr., uh, took the reins and has been the chancellor or whatever the title is there and has been running the Christian school. And it really is kind of the uh, paradigm of fundamental Christian universities now. Well, the backstory is that a couple of weeks ago, he had a picture posted on one of the social media channels of him and his wife's assistant. And Jerry Falwell Jr. has his arm around her. has a little plastic cup of evidently wine. I don't think that was Dr. Pepper without any ice. Something just tells me that that was wine. And uh, they both had their flies down about halfway, and the caption was something like, I'll try to behave myself. Well, obviously unbecoming of a Christian school chancellor. Well, that led to the uncovering of an affair that his wife had some years ago with a pool boy who evidently they brought into their life, set up a business of running a youth hostel in Miami, I know, this is so crazy. It's like signs of the times, right? But look, you know, what what strange webs we weave. And so they got into it, and then there's a whole bunch of other stuff around what may have happened. And the bottom line is this whole thing blew up. There were accusations of blackmail, 
obviously a career ruined, a legacy ruined, a bunch of families who are paying good money to send their kids to get a certain kind of education now have to also deal with this. The ripple effects are huge. And the point is, if you're thinking right now, any thoughts about either their religious affiliation, their belief system, or their political affiliation, please stop. Because that's not what this is about. This is about a soul journey. And this is about the energies of the sky. When this happens, when Saturn and Mars and this cleansing that we're going through right now, when it becomes public... It's not about anything that somebody else believes or whether you align with their system or not. It's about soul business. And here's the deal. is That same Saturn and that same Mars and that same universe is standing right around the corner from where we're sizing this thing up with its arms folded, tapping its foot, and its finger going, you, come over here. It's your turn. And that's the position exactly that you don't want to be. And that is what I wanted to pull a couple of chapters from my own life and just say that, number one, we need to be completely authentic. And in being completely authentic, we also are judgment-free. Let's not condemn or judge another person's path who may be going through these energetic exposures. I think most of you are familiar with an astrological chart. Uh, The reason I love astrology so much is that it is a graphic reflection of the energies in our life. If you just take a visual, think of a clock face, in my astrological chart, I've got a line of planets that goes from about the 7 o'clock position up to about the 3 o'clock position. So most of the planetary energy in my life is concentrated right there. And what happened, and really the fallout of this, was why this podcast originated and became the topic of this podcast, was that during those years in the mid to late 2000s, so 2004, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, all in through there, Saturn moved across all those planets. Saturn takes two and a half years to go through one slice of the pie on an astrological chart, so it takes a long time to get from here to there. And I mean like domino stacks, one after another, after another, after another, Saturn moved through all of those energy pockets in my life. And as we've recounted on here, you've heard all those stories. I didn't understand astrology back then the way I do now. And I consulted with a guy who looked at my chart and he said, wow, that was kind of on the backside of it. He said, wow, you've really been through it about the last seven or eight years, haven't you? I was like, yeah, really have. And one of the things that was exposed during those times were inauthenticities. And those still come up. The universe is very efficient at calling us on our stuff. I was going to use another S word there, but let's keep it clean. You know what I'm talking about. I mean, and I, I say that because it is our morass that we get called out on. And this year has been a year of unfolding so many of those exposures on so many fronts. 
And the reason I'm saying all of this is I don't think we're anywhere near the end of the line. And I know we are COVID-worn out. We are mask-worn out. We are sequester-worn out. We want to be together with other people. We want to go back doing the things that we do as, as social creature human beings. And we don't see any end in sight. And I think that what we're dealing with is going to be a long, multi-year process of working this through. And the work is being done on a macro basis, so it's going to affect basically every country in the world. But how that happens is it affects every individual in the world, and that's you and that's me. So we're all going through our own processes. And wherever we are in our soul's journey is where that intersection is happening. And, you know, as I reflect back on some of those things that happened in my own life during that period of exposure and dealing with karmic realignment, I think one of the best things that we can do is when that is going on, and we who are watching from the stands, in other words, it's not us, we're watching it, somebody else go through it, is that we send energetic love to that situation. Not judgment, not condemnation, and strip away all the veneer. Forget about their politics, forget about their religious perspective, forget about their color, forget about their social standing. Think of them as a soul, no different from ourselves, and send love. There are so many energetic confirmations on the quantum field now that when we send love into situations, it is felt on a soul level. So think about the energetic difference between judgment and condemnation and love and energetic support. In other words, just saying, you're going through your Saturn gut busting and here's some love to help you get through it as a soul. Here is love and here is support that your soul journey bids you well in the end. See, that is an authentic comment if you're making it authentically. I can tell you when I went through my dark nights, dark years of the soul as that Saturn transit was doing its work, the one thing I would have loved and appreciated the most is love. And what I got the most of was judgment. Family turned their backs. Kids turned their backs. One family member in the name of the Lord has not had a conversation with me since. Think about the energy there. Think about the karma there that that soul is going to have to work on next time. See, let's don't accumulate that for ourselves. And if we are of a belief system that holds certain values to be very important, like in my past where the church valued the longevity of a relationship or longevity of marriage as being ultimately important, uh, when somebody is off of that path or the universe is taking them to the woodshed or doing whatever it is to their, you know, on their soul, bur- their soul path, uh, sometimes those organizations are very quick or are the quickest to levy the judgment. Don't do that. Don't accumulate that energy. And I'm not saying to not do it under the threat that you're next. I'm just saying don't do it because it's the authentic right thing to do. The other thing that was pretty scarce back in those days was love. 
I kind of had to support myself in that area. And that's really hard to do when you're down self-love because you feel icky. You feel like a failure. You feel like you've let people down. You feel like you've not lived up to your potential. You feel hurt. And often with the loss comes depression, angst, guilt. Been there, done that, got the t-shirts. The greatest gift you could give anyone going through a challenge is love. And it becomes especially meaningful for us, for our soul to grow, if we give that love and that compassion and that understanding energetically, right? We, we may not know somebody personally who's going through something, like in this particular situation. We, we'll never have contact with those people. But we can send them the energy of the love and the support and the compassion and the forgiveness. And just to say, wow, it's all unfolding. And I think that's how we more quickly, energetically move through this process that we are doing, that we're going through. Because it's only when that judgment and when all the morass is wrung out of the system i.e. each of our individual lives, then collectively the new energy will start to come through and we will break through into the renaissance that is awaiting us on the other side of this. So it's our own responsibility as those of us living conscious lives. It's our responsibility to do the work in our own self, right? To do our own work, to be authentic us, to not judge others going through difficult times and to send love. You know what I'd like to see on the other side? You know, when they when we transition, Anita Morjani, who wrote Dying to Be Me and so many other near-death experience stories illustrate this, that when we get on the other side, We are met by those who we have touched, and often that's relatives, friends, family. But what? how cool would it be if, whenever we transition, on the other side are souls of those who we have sent energetic love to during difficult times? In other words, on the plane of earth, when nobody else was around to support them and they were at their bottom and everybody else was pointing fingers of judgment and condemnation, yet we were sending energetic love and they meet us on the other side with open arms to say, you were there for me when nobody else was around. Thank you. Does that just not send chills down your spine? Does that not put all of this in a different perspective? Does that not call us all to higher ground? So let's just practice this right now. Let me bring back up the names of Jerry Falwell Jr., his wife Becky, the pool guy, I forget his name, Liberty University. Think of all the kids there just trying to to get their life started the way they want. Let's send all of them love. Ooh, did that create a little bump? Is that kind of hard to do? Oh, no, no, I'm going to do that. I'm not ready for that yet. 
Or was it just easy to say, you know what, they are. They're souls on a plane. They've encountered Saturn. And it happens to be on this morning's newspapers. Sending love. Sending support. Sending healing. Sending karmic purpose. May you find your path. May your soul be free of that which was binding it. And I'll tell you what, my life is as picturesque of any that everybody deserves a second chance or a third or a fourth. So we'll be willing to give them that as the healing ensues. If they do the work, if they don't do the work, Saturn will be not far away. You can count on that. I hope that helps. The message, the theme is authenticity. And as we do our own work, let's parallel ourselves. Let's look and see where we're judging, where we're condemning, where we're not sending love, where we're not willing to send love, and where we're not being authentic. And if you find yourself under this energy going through the trials and tribulations in your own life, on your own soul path, I send you love. Thank you for letting me express this. It was on my heart, and it was in the chart, so I thought, let's do this. We have all come together and conjoined on this planet at this time to do this work. We, those of us who are living consciously, are the leaders of the renaissance that is coming. We have to do the work in order to be the ones who can lead the new movement. So even though this is by no means the easiest path that we've trod, let's definitely enjoy the journey while we're on it. And I'll see you next time. And Daniel and Majana will all be back. Thank you for listening. Stay safe. Enjoy the journey. The opinions on this podcast are those of the host based on personal experience only and are not intended as medical or psychological advice. If you are experiencing symptoms that require professional treatment, please contact a licensed medical practitioner. The stories and opinions expressed on this podcast are independently those of the host and guests and are not intended to be taken as medical advice or to replace medical care from a licensed professional when appropriate.